0: This is being awesome with Rob Springer. One night in college, I had a great idea, or what seemed like a great idea. I had went to a Walmart real late at night, and as I was driving back home to my apartment, I was driving through this uh, area that was real wooden. There was just tons of trees, and it was really dark, and I noticed that if I turned my brights on, I could see the sides of the road more so than anything else. <coughs> and when I turn them off, you can't see the sides of the roads anymore. So I rushed home to my apartment, and I like grabbed a Halloween mask and headed back to that road. I knew this area kind of well because a friend of mine lived there. So I drove up into this neighborhood that had a, uh, like a cul-de-sac and within walking distance from the road. So I parked on the cul-de-sac thinking my car would just blend in with the others. And it was like one, two o'clock in the morning. Everyone was asleep. No one even knew I was there. And so I parked my car and I walked basically through the woods a little bit and got to the side of the road. I put the mask on. And in my mind, this is going to be great. In my mind, a car was going to drive through, turn their brights on, because this is where it got dark. You know, like maybe a block or two ahead, there was a street light. And after they passed there, it was going to be dark. And they turned their brights on. And they turned their brights on. And there it was on the side of the road, me, a monster. And they would scream, ah, and slam on their brakes. And I'd be like, hey, this is going to be funny. I wasn't thinking very clear, you know, it just seemed like a great idea at the time. So I'm standing here in the dark with this Halloween mask on, patiently waiting for a car to come along. Well, a few minutes later I see some lights. I'm like, yeah, yeah, this is it, this is it. And I kinda of step where I'm kind of behind a tree, but you can still kind of see me. And <laughs> they turn their brights on and they slam on their brakes. And I just hear clear just hear get 'em. Huh? And this like truck it was it was a pickup truck and like five million rednecks pour out of this truck and come running at me. Like they were gonna get me. So I turned around and I hide I just hightailed it and ran ran for my life through these woods trying to remember exactly how to get back to the neighborhood. And I'm running like, oh, crap, oh, crap, oh, crap, oh, crap, oh, crap, oh, crap, oh, crap. (laughs) As I'm running, I noticed they've all went back to their truck and they're doubling back around to go into the neighborhood. They know exactly where I'm heading. They know I'm heading. I guess they figured I lived in the neighborhood, you know, so (laughs) they're doubling back around to find me. And I'm like, oh, crap, oh, crap, oh, crap. And I'm running, 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 running. And and I see a, a... Someone's in shed where they have like their lawnmower and they have the door open and I run in there real quick and kind of close the door pretty well. And I see the guys driving around the neighborhood looking for me. You know, they, they didn't know anything. I guess they assumed I lived there. They didn't know which car I had, where I was. They just figured they were going to see some goober in a Halloween mask running through the streets and then they were going to beat the crap out of them. So I waited for them to go around the cul-de-sac where I was. And I went up went up the road just a little bit. And I easily sneaked out. Took the mask off. Went to my car super quick. Put the mask under the seat. And, you know, I sat in my car for a second as I saw them going up the road just a little more. I cranked it up. Didn't turn the lights on. Drove out of the neighborhood. Turned the lights on and left. I got out. I, I left. That was a bad idea. I might've been killed by an army of rednecks that were fit in a very small pickup truck that just knew they were going to kill that monster on the side of the road. This is being awesome. The podcast about loving transformers and having fun. I'm Rob and I'd like to think I'm wiser now this week and awesome guys. It's time for me to brag. It is time for me to brag. Um, I'm getting married in a week. <laughs> like literally as I record this, it is almost six o'clock in the mor- sa- morning, Saturday morning. I'm going to go to bed, get a few hours sleep and go to work for a few hours within one week from today. I would have been married next Friday is my marriage, my marriage date, my wedding date. Me and the missus have decided to forego the fancy, the fancy big elaborate wedding. And we're just going to go have ourselves a private little <laughs> little date at the courthouse and then have a banging honeymoon over Thanksgiving we're going to Universal Studios Woohoo! I want to yell woohoo loud as I can but she's asleep in the next room because it's six o'clock in the morning not everyone keeps crazy vampire hours like I do but being said that I'm getting married next week there's not gonna be an episode of being awesome next week I'm sorry, guys. I've only got so much time to spend. And next week's crunch time. You know, you'd figure just going to the courthouse, I'd have plenty of time. But nope. Got a lot to do still. So I'm going to hopefully make this week's show count because it's got to work for two weeks. (laughs) But also, I'm going to brag about one other thing. My awesome friend, Graham. Um, He goes by InkyBods on uh, Twitter. Has an awesome blog. Used to run an awesome Transformers fanzine and stuff. Just a great dude. A couple of weeks ago, maybe a month or so ago, on Zonebase, my personal site, zonebase.org, I had wrote an article about Powermaster Optimus Prime. I think I've mentioned on here before how much I love Powermaster Optimus Prime. Of all the Transformers I have, Powermaster Optimus Prime is my absolute favorite. My favorite toy. You know, I've got Genrise, I've got little PVCs of them, I've bought books that have his picture on the cover, (laughs) you know, I love that toy. He wrote, he wrote me a couple of weeks ago, a message on Twitter saying, Hey, I I, I can't help it. He's like, I see you like Optimus, Prime Master Optimus Prime so much. So I want to send you a little surprise just for you. You know, I'm like, Oh wow. Really? Thanks. That's awesome. That's cool. couple of weeks go by because he's in the UK. couple of weeks go by. I kind of forgot about it. So I'm checking my mail and I see there's a. A little slip for certified mail that got picked up in the po- at the post office. So for me, what seems like last night, what y'all would have called Friday morning, before I went to bed, I went to the post office to pick up my package. And I'm like, "What is this?" I was actually kind of worried. <laughs> like certified mail. Uh oh. Am I in trouble? <clears throat> Excuse me. So I pick up, and there's a box. From the UK, from Graham. Oh man, Graham sent Graham sent me something in a box. What is this? I honestly thought it was going to be like a comic book or something. So I get home, before I go to bed, open it up. Guys, guys, Graham sent me Transformer Junior, Junior Transformers, Genrai. Um, Transformers Junior Genrai, as well as the trailer upgrade set to make God Genrai. I'm very touched by this. This is very awesome. They're, it's, they're in the box. Uh, the tape was open where he obviously opened up and played with them. And I'm going to play with them too when I get a little time. This is awesome. Transformers Juniors are kind of hard to come by. And they're they're kind of expensive. You know, so I was really touched that he, out of the goodness of his heart, sent me pretty expensive old toys. This is really awesome. Um, for you guys who don't know what Transformers Junior is, It was a uh, little subline Takara did during G1. Actually, I think it was a uh, Takara in partnership with another toy company. Um, And what it was was smaller, a little bit simplified versions of the toys that were on the shelves. Like, yeah, there's a Fortress Maximus, there's Soundwave, you know, there's Optimus, you know, or Convoy. And uh, Galvatron and Megatron, they were basically really similar to the G1 toys, but scaled down. You know, they're smaller. Not world's smallest Transformers or anything, but much smaller than the actual toy. Maybe about the size of a legend, uh, modern-day Legend figure. And, you know, they're a little simplified because, well, it's a scaled-down toy. So here I've got Genrai in a set, in a box, and he comes with his gun and... He's got his stickers in there. I'm not, he's already got some stickers applied. I think that come from the factory and then more stickers you're expected to put on there, which I'm not going to. That's a, that is a almost 30 year old sticker sheet. That glue is not good. (laughs) It is not going to stick to the toy. And also there's a little die cast version of super God Genrai in there, which is really cool. And then the other box is the, um, trailer set where basically it turns into the trailer to connect to your Genrai. It, um, makes the base mode, and it also makes the super mode. In fact, there's a little cardboard version, a little cardboard simulation of Genrai's chest in there to show, hey, this is what you can do with this toy. And it's super awesome. For those of you who don't know, the Power Master Optimus Prime toy was released in Japan as Genrai, a different character during Master Force. And, of course, I've got Genrai toys, too, and I am super touched by this. This is such an awesome thing. Like, these are these are, these are are pricey toys, and he just sent them to me. I am really thankful for this. This is awesome. Like, as far as I know in Transformers Jr., as far as Genrai releases go, there's these two, and then there's a gift set, which is the two toys together in a box with an additional uh, chess piece to snap on to make them. Actually, excuse me, chess piece and uh, the other little pieces to make the uh, God Bomber accessory add-ons it doesn't transform into god bomber but it's just to make that god bomber armor to make them super god genrai um but that's okay because i like i like the power master prime i like the genrai super genrai by itself and now i've got it and i'm super touched and I'm, this is so amazing and graham if you're listening to us i've already thanked you profusely online and i'm thanking you again this is so rad you know like i said i'm getting married in a week So a week before my wedding day, getting something that lines up to one of my holy grails in the mail for just, just because a friend wanted to do something nice for me means a lot to me. And that's one of the things about that I preach here on being awesome. And that's be good to each other. You know, we're all in this together. You know, we, we might disagree from time to time and you know, we might, um, not always see things the same way, but it doesn't matter. You know, I, I mentioned last week about Dusty. This hobby of mine, this fandom, has allowed me to meet some really awesome people. You know what I mean? And I, I've met Graham. I've never met Graham in person. He's in the UK. I'm in Georgia. <laughs> I've never met the guy in person, but if i ever get to go to like TF Nation or, or Rollout Roll Call or one of those cons. He is definitely on my list of people I want to meet because I just I, I I love the guy. He's an awesome, dude. You know. Him, Grufflock, a couple other guys. I've just, people that's on my list to to just get a big hug, you know, because I just, I I love being friends with them online. So, I'm touched because this is just coolness. This is just a cool story for me. Guys, everyone knows I've been lamenting not being able to get Ecto Cooler. I live in Georgia, where Coca-Cola is headquartered. And high c being a Coca-Cola product, you figured I'd have no problem getting it. Ecto Cooler has yet to make its way to my shelves here. It's all up north somehow. And the missus, who I'm about to marry, who, who has been with me for nine years, has heard for nine years me wanting Ecto Cooler so bad, found the recipe and made me some Ecto Cooler. I'm not bragging, but I think I might just have a better life than anyone else. I know I got a better wife, (laughs) or at least I think so. And that's all that matters to me. I just want, this is the me bragging episode, I guess, because I'm happy. I'm elated, a little stressed that, you know, marrying the love of my life in a week. And that's awesome because this is being awesome. And to quote a good movie, everything's awesome. And if everything isn't awesome, make it so. You know, let's, let's jump over to the Q and a portion, the Q and a portion of being awesome, I don't know where I'm going with that. <laughs> it's the threat. The, there's a thread where I get the content for this portion of the show, and it's exclusive to the Talk Transformers group on Facebook. Join it; it's the best place online you can talk Transformers. It's even in the name. And every so often, I post a uh, thread there, getting content for this. I, I keep a, a pool up of all the questions, or talking points, or comments, or whatever people post, and read them here and. Converse with you via show. This week, I'm going to do two. I'm going to do two because there's not going to be another episode for two weeks. And I feel bad. Sometimes I have to not make an episode, be it holidays or whatever. And I always feel bad. And I, I'm sure you, people, you guys understand. But I feel bad. <laughs> so I'm doing my spool, my weekly big money, big money. No, Emmy. stop. First question comes from my good pal, Jesse Braddock. The guy who actually runs Talk Transformers. Um, he asks... Yes, how many licks does it take to get to the center of an energon cube? You know, part of me wants to say like one, two, three, and then crunch. And then say three. The other part of me's thinking too much, going, Do they really eat those? I think they drink them. But they eat energon goodies. How do they consume energon? And if it's liquid, it would take a lot of licks to really get to the center. What is the center? What is the center of density in an energon cube? Is this a big energon cube? Is it a little? Is it one of... Because, you know, sometimes Snowway flattens them. You guys remember on G, the G1 cartoon? I hate saying that. You know, the old cartoon, how they'd make a whole bunch of energon cubes and then they'd smush them flat. That's got a different center, doesn't it? But wouldn't it be more dense? How does that work? You know, they used to make these... Um, Soft drinks, I say. Soft drinks it was like a Kool-Aid type thing, where it was in a little plastic tub and it had the the drink mix in there, and you'd pour, you'd pour water in there, and you'd open it up and you'd go blip like an organ, and doing that would mix it up, and then you'd pour more water in there, of course, because, well, now you had a pitcher. I wonder, if, I wonder if Energon cubes are like that, but only in reverse. I'm speaking nonsense, Jesse. I don't know how many licks it would take, but I do know Jesse, uh, also works with prime toys, which is an awesome place to get awesome place to get your transformers at. And I even got a uh, banner on my site Zonebase Um, check that out. You know, it's a really great place to get toys, but now, you know what, let's, let's clear that question out of the pool. So I don't accidentally get it again and say, I don't know. I sound kind of muted today. I feel like I'm really energetic, but I'm also trying to be quiet because Mrs. Rob's asleep in the next room and I'm sure I've done woken her up, banging around like I ate some pizza a few minutes ago <laughs> and I'm about to take a shower. <laughs> By the time I lay in the bed, she's going to be mad at me. So, but anyway, let's do our second question. Let's do our, Everyone ready? Everyone, everyone put your hands on the screen. If you're listening to us on your phone, just put your hands in the air. Wave them around like you just don't care. You know, if someone asks you why you're waving your hands around for it, say, I just don't care. And then punch them and run. Don't punch them. I'm joking. I have to say that because every once in a while, someone will take something so literally that there's a new warning label in your microwave to not put, you know, aerosol cans in it or something. Because they, who, why is that? Who thought that was a good idea? Anyway, let's scroll up one more time. Let's scroll up. All right, big money, big money, no whammy. We're going to keep scrolling, but I'm hitting this several times. I want this to be super random. Bam, 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 bam. No, you know, F you whammy. You're kind of a jerk. Bam, 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 bam. Stop. This question comes from Sean Bowen. Sean Sean goes on to ask, Rob, what is your all-time favorite Transformers show? The original? The original G1, Beast Wars, animated, red, prime? I'm like, you forgot to mention... <laughs> and then i'm gonna stop myself but that is a good question sean and this question should be no surprise to people who really know me without a doubt without a doubt in 32 years of transformers Beast Wars. that is my favorite show of all time of all time I love Beast Wars. And you know, I love Transformers, period. I love G one. I love G two. I love the Japanese shows. I love All of Beast era. I love I love the AEC. I love both versions of RID. I love animated. I love Prime. I love the little I I can't wait to see Combiner Wars, because I'm sure I'll love it. I love I love Transformers and I love cartoons. But Beast Wars is my absolute favorite Transformer show. Because, um, and it has nothing to do with them turning into animals. First off it, it that's almost like it, they they could have like turned into snails or turned into rocks or they could have been turd formers. Like they had turd wars and they just turned into turds and it wouldn't have mattered because that show, everything was just right. You know, it hit at the exact, exact, I was just out of high school Going into college, going through college when V-Stare was going on. And uh, it was just right. It was just right blend of characters, just the blend, right blend, blend of writing, you know, everything. If only My only complaint is I always wanted more characters on the show. But reality is, budgets can be limited and they had they pretty much worked with what they had. That was my only complaint I've ever had about Beast Wars, is that I wish there was more. Because there was a ton of toys, and they were really cool. And I wanted them to have more characterization. Luckily, Takara made Beast Wars second and Neo, to basically fill out my Beast Wars needs a little. And, you know, of course, there's Beast Machines, which I love too. But, you know, and, you know, not, not to disrespect any... Younger fans, or newer fans, or people who might have not come around to the fan base um, till more recently, but that was like probably my favorite time to be a fan because it was just, I, uh, the world was just open to me, and here was just this beast wars, and here was this, we were all talking and imagining things, and sometimes and there was fights, of course. There's a lot of there's always fights. I, I don't get I don't I don't get it. There's always some bitter person wants to just can't understand that someone might have, you know, really you have, if you take Google, which you have at your fingertips in your phone and just Google up subjective and there's your answer there. You know, if you don't can't grasp it, someone has a different idea or opinion than you, but of course there's fights, but I remember the um, beast wars video game. It was on Uh, PlayStation and PC and it wasn't very good, (laughs) but the PC version had a multiplayer mode that uh, you had to play on. It was like MSN game center or something. It was like, it was this cool little way to basically play deathmatch, but you would have to do it in little hubs. Like you'd start up a game hub and you have a little chat room and people would join your little hub and you get like, once you got four people, Y'all all go in and play a couple of death matches, but whoever was in that little hub could keep chatting, you know, and we would like talk all night in those little hubs. Like I always kind of, remember I got this one group of people. I, for a good couple of months was always running into, I got to where we didn't even play the game anymore. just was always chatting with, and we would playing. And this is, I want to, I would apologize for just being nerdy, but you're listening to a podcast about transformers. Get real. So, and I had this, the different maps and all that. And it had this one that was like a base and we would make that Autobot city. And in our mind, we were like, this was the ruins, like ruins of Autobot city in the future. And the beast warriors were like doing stuff there, you know, really ridiculous stuff. Like, and sometimes we would like, I know Scorponok was always supposed to be double punch, you know, the action master And, like, Tarantulas would be someone's original character and stuff like that. Like, I I like to play Cheetor a lot because, you know, I like Cheetor. And, you know, just... It was so much fun. You know? We had a lot of fun with a not-so-great game. Just little things like that, like um, BotCon. Oh, my God, BotCon during Beast Wars time. You know, it was 3-H running it. It was a different crew altogether the botcon fiction was like upside B source story that went on for years. And I have a, I have a printed out copy of the Omega point storyline where they put the whole thing, the whole, it was a text prose story. Um, I have it printed out here in like a little booklet I made. Like I worked at office max and it was a copy center in the back that I also worked in because I worked all over the door. Some days I'd be working in the copy center Saturdays. I'd be, selling computers, you know, in our days I'd be step putting pins on shelves, but, um, I went back there and bound myself a copy of uh, Omega point with art that I had printed out and all that. And I made myself this great little book, the Omega point storyline and like the script readings and all that, everything except for the comic book, which came with, I think shocker which I also had. Yeah. You know, I just love that story. And basically what I'm saying is that show, and the whole, and the fandom at that time was at a point that just, I don't know if it can be replicated because I'm old now I'm 38. You know, I say I'm old, I'm not old, but I'm older and you know, you can't go back. And I see young guys like uh, Eric Crowbar and I'm like, man, I would give anything to be him because he gets to see this, you know, we all, we often talk about this. There was a time where there's was only like maybe 20 toys out all year and we kind of had little scrapes and all that. If I had that that his age and the wealth of Transformers that's out to me, my head would explode. <laughs> you know. It's 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 kind of hard to really explain. Like I remember um there's an episode of Beast Wars where um Cheetor Megatron's making Dinobot 2. And uh Cheetor sneaks in there and gets zapped and everyone thinks he's dead and depth charge has the transmittal driver and he's throwing it into the lava at the maximal base and black arachnia who was partnered up with him by now at that point she snatched it out of the lava for her to use it and i don't know why but that upset me (laughs) you know i was like oh no burn it man (laughs) and i don't know why i don't know why i was upset by that but I was just like emotionally attached to the show and I still am. It's like a 20 year old CGI afternoon cartoon. You know, it was made on a budget and I put that disc in now and uh, the first season doesn't look so great. Second season and third season still looks pretty good. You know, it's older CGI, you know, but I can still watch it just like that. I don't care. And same with Beast Machines actually holds up really good visually. And you can stick that DVD in your, you know, player and you swear you're watching a HD Blu-ray show. It is like that show looks amazing still. It's just a great time. It'll, I, I won't say it'll never be replicated, but I don't know how to predict the future. Maybe Titans Return will do that for me. Who knows? Well, guys, thanks for listening. And like I said, there won't be a being awesome next week. So I'll be back in two weeks with a new episode and I'll be back with maybe stories of my wedding, or maybe I'll just say, Hey guys, got married. Look what happened. (laughs) You never know. But what I want you guys to do is check these links out. Being awesome is part of the radio free Cybertron family of shows. And you can find us at tfradio.net for all the shows and showtimes. And while you're there, we got our Amazon links. And, uh, if you could check, go through those Amazon links, next time you buy at Amazon, you get to help us out without, uh, paying anything extra. So it's a great, basically we're at, that's basically how we, I'm looking for words. I just talked for like 26 minutes and I'm out of words. Basically that's just how we ask for assistance and help covering our operating costs without costing you anything. So if you guys could do that, we'd really appreciate it. I'm Rob. And you can find me online on Twitter and Instagram at Robo Rob Springer. You know, a lot of people wonder why I have that name, Robo Rob. And it's, it's a silly story. I could never settle on a username back in the day. I'd have like Grimlocked, Everdevil, Axer, all sorts of names. I could never pick a name. I was always making new screen names because I never, and I just wanted to go by Rob. But at the time it was kind of, don't go by your real name. Yeah, yeah, go by. I remember one was actually a KMD Prime, Coolmo D Prime. Like, there's an episode of The Simpsons where Bart and Lisa were arguing over the name of a baby. Bart said Kumo D Simpson, so I was like Kumo D Prime, KMD Prime. I kind of wish I kept that one. Actually, that's a good name. But anyway, and I had a friend of mine who would pick on me about me being just obsessed about Transformers by singing the Spider Man theme song. As Robo Rob, Robo Rob, and then the lyrics would be some insane thing I do, like vomit cheese and solid blocks. And so I had to make a new screen name, and I used Robo Rob, and I stuck with it because like they know it's me. It's stupid. <laughs> Robo Rob's a stupid name, but I'm Robo Rob Springer, and you can find me at that on Instagram, gram, and Tumblr. Tumblr, no, <laughs> Twitter. I don't use my Tumblr anymore. I mean, you can go there, but I haven't updated it in forever. Maybe I'll change my mind. I don't know. Maybe I'll use it again someday soon. I don't know. Instagram and Twitter, though. That's a surefire way to see what I'm up to. And while you're doing that, check out ZoneBase. ZoneBase.org, my personal site, my personal fan site. And check out that Prime Toys banner I put on there. Just in case, a little something-something won't be long, you know? I almost quoted ICP there. I don't really like them that much. I need to go to bed. I thanks everyone for listening. And hey, wish me luck getting married next week. I don't want to say wish me luck. I think I already lucked out. I'm happy. I'm elated and I'm sleepy. And I thanks everyone for listening. And why don't we just say the next episode starts season two. No, let's not do that. That's stupid. <laughs> thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you guys in two weeks. Bye. This has been Being Awesome with Rob Springer. show to and they can't pass the got with thoughts. Gotcha, gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha. Transform, the future. Show you power, you can be hero. Oh, don't drive, don't stop, speed up don't